Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity. And why do I always get nervous before I start recording? That's something you guys may not know, is I always have the same setup in my office, and I always sit here and I'm like, before I start recording, like I get nervous for a second, and I'm literally in my most comfortable state chatting with you guys. You guys are my besties. My coffee next to me. I'm always in my fuzzy slippers with my barefoot dreams cuddled up. The sun is shining. Brody's laying at my feet. Like life is good. Why do I get nervous? And I've recorded for the podcast for so long. Like I don't know. I think I get nervous because it's such like a long form content that I edit a lot less than anything else. And I don't know, so I just get nervous by that and nervous that I'm going to like say something wrong or something's going to come out wrong or I never want to offend anyone. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know why I get nervous. Maybe just knowing that I'm going to like talk for a while. I don't know. I don't know. But no, I always get in a groove and get cozy and settled once I get going. And actually, there are no sponsors on this week's episode, so it's just you and me, baby. We are getting quite vulnerable as you can tell by the title of this episode, Relationship Struggles, How We Move Forward. So this is like my experience personally in my relationship. I really have not gone into depth with this, I think, ever or at all because obviously it's very personal. And you guys know I share pretty much every single thing about my life, but as this was going on, it was just like we were navigating it for the first time and just, yeah. Now I feel like looking back, this is almost two years ago that I can reflect and we can learn from this, but this is definitely scary. Maybe that's why, Doug Gretchen, that's why I'm like extra nervous today because this feels like new territory talking about this and just very vulnerable, but I think with vulnerability comes a lot of strength right usually more good than bad hopefully ideally and my idea is just to tell you what I've learned and suggest what has helped us so yes I have had the best morning by the way um I (laughs) back to me I've had the best morning and I, so, cause I was going to start talking about how I've had the best morning in life recently and what's happening, but I want to ask you guys, would you rather, you guys know I always will catch up and just like chit chat for the first, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of my podcast. And then I kind of go into like that week, what we're going to be talking about. But I was actually talking with my neighbor the other day and she's like, oh yeah, I was listening to your podcast about overthinking. I could always overthink, but like I couldn't find the part that you're talking about the overthinking. I'm like, oh my gosh, sorry, you're new to this. Like I literally chat for a while. So you just like skip forward a bit. So that got me thinking like, would you rather the catch up life updates, what's happening, thoughts in the beginning or the end? Because then I was thinking like, if you come to this podcast, especially if you're new and you're like, oh, relationship struggles, like that's me. I want to listen to this going through right now. I want some advice. 
and then it takes me 30 minutes to get to it like is that annoying or do we like the ketchup at the beginning would we rather like get the topic out in the beginning and then we can chit chat ketchup at the end maybe we'll try that today because i was about to just start chatting but maybe i actually will just get into the podcast topic and then we'll chat at the end let's try it out and see what we think you guys let me know i actually asked for your guys input on podcast topics this morning and you already wrote in a bunch which is so helpful because i always say obviously just want to talk about what you guys want to hear about and just keep sending in if you have an idea for me something you really would like me to touch on especially if i've never talked about it if you're like hello have you never talked about this topic please like that's so helpful and it's easiest if you dm or really comment on my happy hour podcast instagram just because i'll see that a lot easier than i see like my main account so if you could comment on like the most recent um posts like promoting this episode for example um you could comment about like hey we really like the ketchup at the beginning or the end like if you have ideas like that or if you have ideas for future episodes like i'll always if i see one that i'm like oh yeah i really want to do that i'll screenshot it and favorite it so that i can get back to it and it's not like lost forever so anyway that's that and shout out i can give you guys shout outs if i do your uh podcast topic idea because like this is all thanks to you shout out courtney this morning i saw that she wrote in about she said can you talk about relationship struggles if there are like tough times you and max went through and i'm like you know what we did and i don't think i've ever talked about it and this could definitely be helpful for those of you in relationships or at least i hope uh because i just feel like i have some good insight now and some good tips so yes shout out courtney and that's why we're doing this today she's the one that gave me the bravery to do this because i don't know if i wouldn't would have done it otherwise okay here we go i thought we could start off with some context i actually saw someone wrote this in as well they were like could you do an episode on like all the best advice you've ever received and i'm like wow that's actually such a good idea let me know if you guys would be into that because i feel like the best advice i've received from numerous different sources and people over the years has stuck with me because it's the best advice so i remember and i hang on to it and i'll like go back to it and i think that i think about i think that i think i think about good advice i've been given often and try to like apply it to my life so we could do a whole episode on that but i thought for some context we would start with some of the best advice i've learned when it comes to relationships. I'm just going to rattle them off. Here we go. We're getting into it. This feels scary getting right into it in the beginning, but here we go. Okay. First and foremost, when it comes to relationships, you've heard it before that you must keep dating, getting excited to see each other, planning fun things, being just like giddy besties, like putting in a lot of effort to stay close, stay in love. I could go on and on about this one. I think it's a pretty good indicator of longevity in a relationship. Again, in my humble opinion at 26 years old, I just really feel strongly about this one because I've noticed it and I just like feel it when we are feeling when we're really like prioritizing each other and trying to stay connected and plan fun things and it's like it's effort and it's work but it's worth it like I just feel that much more closer and connected and you know instead of like losing touch and not prioritizing each other and it's harder right as life goes on and you have more and more responsibilities you get married have children 
those are a lot of things that distract you from each other and like the core of your family, which is the two of you and your relationship, right? And I'm thinking of our friends here, a married couple in Pennsylvania, say that this is their number one thing, actually, that I remember them telling us. They were like, you have to keep dating. That's our number one thing. They have three kids, three kids later, and still their number one advice is you have to keep dating and having date nights to, I guess, like keep the spark, stay in touch, stay close, stay besties, stay in love. And really at that point with children, it's like just having time for the two of you, right? To like stay connected, catch up, chat. Like I feel like, well, I don't know because I don't have children yet, but one day I could see how it'd be really hard for the two of you to connect in that way and just talk about like, listen to this idea I've had recently, or I heard this and I wanted to hear your opinion on it. Like you don't have time for that because you are just dealing with your family all the time and chatting with your children. And you're not like in a deep talk at dinner with a two-year-old about, you know, current world events or something. So yeah, I just think date nights and like prioritizing that, like at least once a week, or I, I don't know if that's not realistic for you once a month, every relationship is different. But I think that's like a really, really good piece of advice. Actually, I'm, I'm going to keep referring to TikTok. <laughs> that's where the best advice comes from. No, but I do hear advice on TikTok that I do think is really good advice and it stays with me. I remember it. So one of the things that just popped in my head is I heard a TikTok of, I forget if she was a wedding photographer, wedding planner, videographer. I think she was a photographer or videographer, something like that, where she's for years been around couples at weddings in she was talking about some of the things that she's noticed in like really successful couples that have stayed together, haven't gotten divorced. And one of the things that she really notices is what I've just been talking about, that they are so like giddy and so connected. And she's like, they're just like playful and cute and dating, like almost like your first like middle school, high school relationship. Like I feel like to keep that really like sweet puppy love essence is just going to keep your love so like lighthearted and fun at the core of your relationship and I think that's such a good thing to remember because relationships relationships can get so serious and you have all these expectations and okay now we're this age and you have like big decisions to make together if you get married if you buy a house cars like all of this can be very stressful in your relationship right finances children dealing with family members extended family friends like it's just like a lot and I feel like life can feel very like heavy sometimes and like your relationship can too so it's like always such a good reminder for me when I think like literally the bottom line in your relationship I guess every relationship is different but in my relationship like I always want to keep one of our priorities just having fun and like enjoying life enjoying our time around each other right and I just remember this photographer saying that she noticed couples that really she felt like were in love had such a good connection have stayed together when they would all be together she's like I would notice things like how they would look at each other or how they would like make each other laugh or how they would like grab each other's butts or I don't know like little things like that even like with other people around or in public not saying you have to be like physical touch if that's not your love language but just showing like you could tell that they are clearly like in a relationship and that they like put their arm around each other or just all those little things I feel like girls really pick up on that I just think they're so important and they really add up over time I'll get into couples in my life that I feel like are sort of mentors for us and sort of like role models in a relationship in a similar way that like like 
what's the word I'm going for? Basically just a relationship that we would look up to. And I think about how there's a couple of these couples in my life where however many years later, like I can just tell they are so in love, you know, calling each other, honey, like, honey, did you see this? Just really sweet, like always doing things for each other, going out of their way. I need to think of a phrase to like put into words what I'm getting. I know you guys know what I'm talking about, but I guess like you could say like honeymoon phase, like puppy love, just trying to keep that. I'm thinking of an example of a couple that I really, really look up to. Probably my number one like role model couple. Why am I gonna like cry thinking about it? I think it's so sweet. They've been together for so long and like their num like their numbers in each other's phone is like, honey, babe, like that is so sweet to me. Like even when you have like five children, you can still be that in love if you just make your partner a priority, I think. And so that just like really gives me a lot of hope for the future and it's just so scary obviously right in a relationship if you not to like get sad but isn't it a statistic I'm knocking on wood right now that more marriages end in divorce than are successful like that is terrifying it's like the odds are already stacked up against us so we gotta do all we can if you if being in a monogamous relationship with this partner forever is really like a priority to you and at like the core values of a family that you want to build and all that it's like you really got to put in some effort right like everyone says marriage is hard work and I feel like even if you don't want to get married relationships just in general can kind of ebb and flow with oh it feels like we're this is so easy and this we're so we're just vibing and everything is good like when times are good in life right like your relationship can feel easy like I think it should in the best moments but there are always going to be hard times and times where you're really gonna have to work at it and of course I'm avoiding talking about these facts in specific but I promise I will get to it next piece of advice I will say to share your relationship sparingly and here I am sharing on my podcast lol this came from a therapist i like i feel like i don't know how to put these into words but I'll, once i'll explain you'll know what i'm saying this came from a therapist i saw a couple years ago she said to me it was like a specific instance of i guess i can just be very honest right here that i think i was kind of grasping with like okay if if we have hard times in our relationship if we're you know disagree on this how much um how much should i be sharing with like my friends or really like max's family if i'm chatting with his sister or his mom like where's the line of like oh we're just chatting and we're all close or like if, is this too much and i'll never forget something she said to me <laughs> and she was like i guess this could apply to in-laws family friends but she was like if you start that conversation and you like sort of open those doors you are inviting those people into your relationship so just know that like there's no going back kind of and she was like, in my opinion, like, I don't do that with my family, my husband's family, our friends. And friends are hard because you obviously want friends that you can, like, confide in and sort of vent, I guess, sometimes it could be a word. But also, I think to do it, like, sparingly because, again, inviting them into your relationship and inviting those opinions all day, every day might be something that you don't want to do. So, I think that's a really good piece of advice. Kind of goes along with it. Advice that I've heard that I feel like is really good to remember in a relationship is that say you have a fight with your partner and you go to dinner later with your friends 
and you're telling them all about it, like every little detail, and you try to get them to be so mad at your partner because that's making you feel better. You're like, oh, I'm so mad right now. We disagree. And all of them are like, yeah, like screw him, screw her, whoever it is. And then tomorrow you make up and you come to a compromise. Everything is good, but your friends aren't in that relationship and they aren't you know, coming to that resolution with them so they can still hold that anger and they can still be mad. Isn't it funny how I think about like friends of mine that have been in a relationship and if it gets bad, they have fights, like they tell us everything, which you should, like if it's really bad, obviously you want to like confide in your friends. I just feel like I'm actually thinking of, I feel like it's such a red flag, friends of mine that have been in relationships that maybe are a little toxic, if it's like emotionally abusive, whatever it is. And they break up and they'll say, you know what? Like, I know I told you this, but actually it was a lot worse. I didn't tell you this, this, and this that happened. And I'm always like, see, that's a good red flag to keep in mind. If you're in a relationship where you feel like there are things happening that are so bad that you can't even share with friends or family because you know they would be like, you absolutely have to leave. Like, that's bad. So what I'm trying to say is obviously it's important to share your relationship with friends and family, those that you trust, because See, I'm saying share, but also don't share. This is hard. This is like a gray area because I think it's really important to get the opinions of your friend and family, of your friends and family, of your partner, making sure that they like approve. And I feel like friends and family will always be so hard and be like, you deserve the world, you know? But I think it's good to just like keep them updated or if I'm feeling like for whatever reason, like, oh, like our, you know, like really like core issues that you feel like this is like a deal breaker if I was like okay Max is my lifestyle like they really don't mesh like I'm really worried like if I have like big worries about our relationship to me that makes a lot of sense to like talk to my sister and be like what are your thoughts on this can you help me think this out because I feel like when you love someone it can sort of like blind you and you're just so close to the relationship and you're so in there that you can't take a step back and look at it as a whole and be like okay long term or when I look at it this way so I think it's helpful but I think you can't cross the line of disrespecting your partner. So it's like share sparingly, share, I guess, just intentionally with friends and family to get their opinions. Um, But just be careful. (laughs) Like venting is okay, but be careful because, again, your friends and family aren't in that relationship and they won't move forward and be okay and, like, forgive them as you will because they're not, like, seeing them the next day like you are and they might build up like anger towards them over time did I even get at what I was saying how like if you have a friend that breaks up with someone when they break up you're like see I hated them this whole time because of this this and this and this and so it's like good having friends and family that want the best for you and think like the world of you I think we know where I'm getting at here and what I was going to say is I think I heard this probably on TikTok as well. Take this with a grain of salt. It's really generalizing here, but it was saying that typically in relationships, for men, the bottom line is respect. They want to always feel respected, and them feeling disrespected can be like a really easy way to mess up the relationship. And it was saying the bottom line for women is to feel loved. And if they don't feel loved, that can be a really easy way to mess up a relationship. But again, that's really like generalizing here. And that's in like a male female relationship but I think in a male male relationship female female relationship I guess it could be different for everyone right because I could think of some women where 
maybe they're not super affectionate and the bottom line for them is respect. Or you could say the same for men. Maybe the bottom line for them isn't respect, it's love. So maybe it's like a combination of the two or different people are different. But I would say for Max and I, that's very true. And I remember telling him that and we were like, huh, like that's so true. So I think that's where I notice people getting in trouble because if I go to dinner with my girls and I am just like venting and venting about Max complaining, that to me gets into the area of like disrespectful and I think if that happens over time again that's like a really easy way to mess up the relationship dynamic and I know I said for women it's love for men it's respect but I think respect is such a big thing in a relationship as a whole because if anyone feels like their partner doesn't respect them again that's such an easy way for resentment which I will get into (laughs) for resentment to come into play which is like the most horrible thing and I've just I think about it like in places where I've noticed couples both of them being present and if they say something rude about the other it makes me immediately uncomfortable because I'm just so aware of these things that I'm like oh this is a little disrespectful your partner is seeing that you're being disrespectful to them in front of others like that's really putting them down and I just never would do that for Max and I just know he doesn't do that for me I think we're so careful about what we say I think words of affirmation the love language, by the way, I think is both pretty high up on our love language quizzes scales for Max and I. So I think just our relationship in specific is we're very careful about what we say about each other, what we say to each other. And that was actually really helpful whenever we did take the love languages quiz because I am just like blah, 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 all day long. And I think his number one is words of affirmation. And so that kind of like slapped me in the face for a second. I was like, whoa, I need to be careful what I say because I can tell if I am angry and I say something rude to him. I might have talked about this recently on a podcast how I think it was before I was leaving for Puerto Rico. I was so stressed all day. This is like a good example. I was packing. I felt like I was doing everything around the house before I left. But also that's just stress I put on myself. Like I don't need to freaking scrub the baseboards before I leave. Like Max is here with Brody. Like they're fine. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to leave everything perfectly in place and clean for whatever for when I get back. And I think I was just like angry and I was up late before I went to bed and I was so stressed. And I was like, Max, I feel like I'm the only one that like does everything. Like we forgot to give Brody his medicine. Now I got to give him his medicine. And he was like, he might've said something like, okay, I'm really hurt that you just said that. I'm like, I am such a brat. Like he literally does so much. He's like, I have taken care of you and Brody for the past two days. And I'm like, that is so true. (laughs) I've been unwell when I don't know what about travel that I'm digressing, but travel gets me so stressed and I'll say things I don't mean and I'm like you know what (laughs) I'm sorry like that you literally do so much and you have been like cooking all my meals and cleaning up after me so (laughs) both of us were getting Brody's medicine me putting that on you like it's not right and it's just not that deep we were probably two days late I'm like it's fine but you know what I mean like there's just a perfect example of like you need to be careful what you say to each other. And like, that was obviously disrespectful being like, I'm the only one that does everything. He's like, okay, think about what you just said. Like, that's not right. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. (laughs) Oh, and I'm just thinking about other times where we've been with couples where if they're like literally fighting or, but that's hard. Like if you literally just like a fight arises when you're with other people, like that's difficult. But I think they were like both being disrespectful to each other. And like, then it just makes everyone uncomfortable. But again, even if you aren't with your partner, if you're about to say things about them that are disrespectful, just like take a step back and think about it for a second because it might mess up the your relationship dynamic. But again, take this all with a grain of salt because I feel like different couples are different. Like every dynamic is different and what's okay for you and your relationship might not be okay for me and my relationship. I'm thinking this is a perfect example. I'm thinking of 
friends of ours that are married and happily married and good and definitely just have like a different dynamic than us and I remember being with him at one point and oh no Max wasn't there but I remember telling him later and he was like oh my gosh like that would not work for us and I was with them and it was so like not a big deal it was such like a passing moment like it was just the dumbest littlest moment is what I'm trying to say but they literally just started yelling at each other and like oh shut up no you shut up and I don't know why in that moment I like it took me so back because I could tell that they like obviously didn't really mean it and we're just maybe that's something they say and they like laugh and it's fine but I was just thinking about maybe you guys are gonna think like oh my gosh they're Gretchen and Max are so like maybe sensitive in the relationship see again like this is why every relationship is different but that just like struck me in that moment because I was like whoa Max and I literally have never told each other to shut up I'm like thinking about in our over four years together I don't think I've ever the words shut up towards him have never come out of my mouth and I don't think he's ever said this to me either because I know if he did ever tell me to shut up I would probably just cry and be like that is so freaking rude like literally don't speak to me for a day like if you literally want me to shut my mouth I think I'm so sensitive to that kind of stuff because I'm like okay I just think about it I'm like you want me to shut my mouth and you don't want to hear what I have to say like you're freaking rude like goodbye (laughs) so we do not say that to each other like I feel like we just don't say little things that seem like harmless like oh shut up like So maybe that's fine in your relationship if you have like a more like joking relationship and you say things like that like I'm trying to think what else could be like kind of rude but not that mean. (laughs) I just thought of be quiet. That's the same. (laughs) Shut up. Just like little things that are kind of rude like that or like oh I was just I hate you. (laughs) That's so intense. But see like that is comical to me because those words would never come out of our mouth even if we were disagreeing like we've never really yelled at each other but if we were like there's been times I feel like for sure that we just really disagree on something we would never like raise our voices or say those words because it's like those are things that you can't take back and like that person will remember that and yeah I guess we're just like sensitive to words maybe we're just sensitive I don't know you guys know what I'm getting at here well the second piece of advice I've talked about for so long just Okay, number one, the first piece of advice was just prioritize staying in love, dating, having fun, keeping it lighthearted, feeling like giddy and excited to see each other, honeymoon phase, butterflies, all that. Two is, I guess, respect. You could say respect the other. Don't share really personal things in your relationship with others. Be careful, right? Like, just watch your mouth and think about it (laughs) before you just go talking crap. Because I was saying I will get to resentment. That's also something I've heard probably on TikTok that in like divorce couples and marriages end, a lot of the times it starts with resentment. Like if you start resenting one another, that's like every little thing starts to make you so angry and resentment builds. Like that is going to kill your relationship. So I think to avoid starting to resent one another is you have to be overly communicative like okay I'm trying to think literally not much bothers me that Max does it all because he's like so aware and just so like I feel like I got so lucky with him because I feel like a lot of times guys can be messy or just like leave stuff around dirty stuff like that and like I was the messy when we moved in together I'm like oh my gosh you (laughs) keep a tight ship over here like I is that the phrase you keep a tight ship you yeah like he just is so tidy I'm like wow I gotta clean this up because okay literally the only thing that bothered me something so little you guys and now he definitely doesn't even do it anymore because I would like complain I'm such a brat (laughs) I'm the difficult one 
literally he does nothing wrong so of course i had to pick something to complain about and that is i think i talked about it before literally so clean cleans the dishes up after me if i leave dishes in the sink like folds his dirty clothes i am not kidding like his clothes and his hamper will be folded sometimes i'm like are you okay like he's just so neat so he leaves the dishwasher open like a tiny bit like a little crack and i realize that's the way he grew up because whenever i'm at his mom's house the dishwasher is open a little bit and i'm like you guys are so funny like it's just so funny how people grow up differently different families whatever little things that people do right And of course, that's the one thing that I would just pick to bother him about. I'd be like, oh my gosh, if you don't shut this dishwasher all the way, it's bothering me so much. My hip runs into it, (laughs) like whatever. And he's like, I think we just do that when it's like dirty, you leave it open a little bit and then it's closed when it's clean and you unload it and then you leave it open a little so you know it's dirty. I don't know, but say I never told him that it bothered me and every day it bothered me a little bit more and I would just shut it closed and be angry. Like, that is such a stupid example, but, like, literally little things like that I feel like could lead to resentment. I I think about how a lot of times I'm just, like, obviously generalizing here, but say in, like, male-female relationship, they have a bunch of kids, maybe stay-at-home mom, she could become resentful, right? If he's going to work every day and she feels like she's doing everything around the house, he doesn't lift a finger, if he leaves his clothes all over the ground, doesn't put him in the hamper, like, little things like that, feeling like your partner is not, like, chipping in, like... this is just an example but you could become resentful for so many ways finances I feel like big way you could start fighting you could start resenting one another if you feel like I'm pitching in more financially like that's why communication is just so key because you never want to feel in a place where you're uncomfortable with your partner like you can't talk about something like you're angry about a setup you have going on I just feel like you need to overly communicate to the point that you're both so comfortable and what's going on and also in my mind I just think about like when I, like, if I ever, if something ever bothers me with Max, right, I always go back to, like, think about day one, bottom line, to the core, I think about, like, we love each other, and we are partners, and we are teammates, and we are together, and we'd like to stay together, and little things that could bother me, like the dishwasher or whatever, now, maybe it used to bother me, now I'll, like, laugh, and I'll shut it, like, little things like that, like, it almost should be cute, or funny, or endearing, and I just feel like, Sometimes I think about, I'm going on a tangent here, but I'll think about friends if they're like, well, this bothers me and this bothers me and I don't like that he does this and I don't like that he wears his hat like this or he looks like this. And I just think like, do you really love this person? <laughs> no, this is, I'm I'm sounding so judgmental here, but sometimes if every little thing is bothering you, it's like, I just think if you reflected and were like, I choose to love this person as they are. And again, I think, with a grain of salt like it's not like they can never improve or grow or improve in their communication style or improve in their tidiness but it's like you decided to love them for them don't change them too much I think people can grow and change a little bit and you can come to a compromise but like I'm not expecting Max to be a new person overnight because that's not the person that you signed up for in relationships so I think if you're going to be really nitpicky if you're starting to nitpick, you're, I think that leads to resentment, in my opinion. Okay, I apologize that I'm talking about this advice for so long, but I do think it's important. So hopefully you've enjoyed listening this far. Okay, last piece of advice that I think is really good advice. Something good to keep in mind, especially if you've had 
tumultuous, is that the word? (laughs) Relationships in the past. I saw a TikTok the other day where I'm paraphrasing here, but just the gist was that sometimes in a relationship after a little while, you may think deep down and feel maybe it's not right because you feel bored, but actually what you're feeling is just comfortable and safe. And she says how, especially if past relationships of yours were very chaotic, this is a new feeling that you don't recognize, but that it's normal and it's really what you're looking for. Someone that feels dependable and like home. And again, if you've had really hectic relationships in the past, I just think this is something that's so good to keep in mind. And that kind of hit me because I don't feel bored or anything like that with Max, but I just think about how I feel like we have that kind of love, like a long lasting, sweet, kind of dependable, safe feeling home feeling love like where we can count on each other and we're partners and hopefully we can have the honeymoon feeling forever but it's like at the end of the day you want someone who is going to be a good partner that you can count on and I haven't had very like crazy relationships in the past but I could see how if you had really like roller coaster relationships up and down that if you just feel like you're with someone who's really constant and steady and just always there for you that you're like oh, this is different and new and kind of weird and why isn't it chaotic and like, oh, that maybe this isn't right that I'm bored because you're not used to that. But you realize that you're not actually bored. You just feel safe and comfortable. So I love that. And I thought that was like something good to keep in mind, especially if you've had like crazy up and down relationships in the past. Okay, let's move forward because I've talked about my advice forever. You guys know in the beginning of each episode, this week it's halfway through. You may be able to tell by what you just heard i'm happy about i always say something i'm happy about happy quote idea or any quote or idea (laughs) for this week i'm happy about simply my oat milk latte next to me it's just right today okay and what i'm learning about myself is that i am a coffee snob i'm kidding but i'm so picky on the level of sweetness specifically and the ratio of like espresso to milk if it's a latte of cold brew to the splash of milk i want it to be just right i don't want too much milk i don't want not enough milk i don't want it to be too sweet i don't want it to be not sweet enough it's so good it like turned out perfect today if you're wondering i do espresso in my espresso i do a double shot of espresso with brown sugar and cinnamon mix that all up oat milk ice mix it all up oh my gosh it's like a brown sugar cinnamon oat milk latte delish okay and the quarter idea this week is something that you just heard <laughs> just remember i think bottom line this will just keep your relationship lighthearted and fun that you have to keep dating you have to prioritize dating you have to keep trying putting in effort right for those that matter to you in this applies to like all relationships not just romantic relationships you know this is making me realize because i always think about in terms of friendships especially like after college you're all moved away everyone always says like you have to prioritize staying in touch connecting with one another and it's like when you apply that to a romantic relationship even if you live with a person the same is to be said that you have to prioritize keeping in touch connecting with one another telling them if something reminds them you of them that telling them that something reminded you of them I always make it a point to text a friend if a song makes me think of them if I see an animal that makes me think of them whatever it is that is an easy way to stay in touch because literally if I think of them I'll just tell them and I feel like you keep 
stay connected in that way and who doesn't like getting a text i love oh my gosh i'm thinking my sweet friend kp i love you shout out text me the other day she's like this song this song made me think of you and it's a luke Combs song and it was so sweet and i was like this makes me so happy and that's just like a little way we can stay in touch you know but yeah i always if i have free time i'm like okay what friend can i facetime catch up with i'm like fill me in what's going on and yeah i just think that's a really good idea to keep in mind okay let's get to me and max here's the tea i'm like this is so scary saying it first thing now luckily lots of time has passed maybe some of you have clicked out (laughs) i like make it sound so scary and i feel like what we went through is so beyond normal and any of my friends that move in with their partner I'm like, okay, we need a lunch date. We need a coffee date. We need a debrief. I need to give you unsolicited advice here (laughs) because I'm like, I want you to avoid what we went through. You probably, it probably will happen anyway because I think it happens to everyone, but I'm just like, let me prepare you. Let's talk about it. So, okay. (laughs) Summer of 2021 is when this all went down. I feel like this was probably like the hardest time in our relationship which is so weird to say because probably at the time I was just posting like normal everything's good but it's like you weren't seeing all the work we were doing behind the scenes to keep our relationship good and our dynamic good and something that we wanted so yeah almost two years ago here in Pennsylvania setting the stage I feel like we both felt kind of in a rut just about being here for the summer so this was after our first hockey season of being here in Pennsylvania and typically in hockey if you guys don't know like the hockey player and girlfriend or family will live wherever they play hockey during the season and then over the summer go back home and honestly it's almost two years ago so I can't even remember why we decided to be here i think because during COVID in 2020 we were at his mom's house for you know it started off we're like oh we'll be here for a week or two before this passes obviously we had no idea we were there for like months so i think finally having our own place here with brody we felt very settled we just decided to stay here in pennsylvania for the summer and i think that left us kind of bummed because all of our friends all of his teammates left to go back home like we were the only ones left here so i think we felt a little isolated we were kind of in a rut just about being here for the summer so I think that was kind of like a bad start to the summer because it also makes me think how I will say in a relationship maybe some of you agree with this a new environment can do wonders like I think about trips we've gone on vacations and oh like the most recent I'm thinking about we had the best freaking time in New York in February and it was like it like revitalized our relationship like I feel like we felt even more connected and close and we just did so many fun things together back to advice number one dating prioritizing each other just having fun together doing activities together obviously we just spent all day every day together like exploring New York doing fun things and it was so much fun and like that's a perfect example of I felt like being in a new environment just like did wonders because we were out of our routine out of our normal habit of like okay we're gonna make dinner and then we're gonna watch survivor and then we're gonna go to bed and then we walk the dog it's like the same thing every day so all of this is to say that summer i felt like being here we're kind of in a rut and i just really started to notice that i felt like we were going through the motions and getting very comfortable around one another which again is normal but 
I was getting really sad that I felt like we weren't noticing each other as much. And again, I think this is normal when you move in together and you're spending so much time around one another. And I'll get to what I think the difference is. I felt like we weren't noticing each other day in and day out. And like back to advice number one, what the wedding planner said, how couples that stay together, you're so in tune with one another. Like you're so observant of one another and you just notice every little thing. And I was getting so sad. I'm like, what are we doing? Like I just, I felt like it was like a turning point in a relationship where I was just kind of like, what are we doing? Like, are we happy with where we're at? What's happening? I'm so sad. I'm, like, I felt like we were equally to blame. It wasn't just him. Obviously, I was like, I would be so sad at the end of the day. I'd be like, I didn't even notice that you did your hair differently or like you're wearing a new hat. Like, are we even noticing what each other is like wearing? Like stuff that we should notice. And I will say, I think moving in together changes your dynamic a bunch because it goes from this. If you're in a relationship where you don't live together, you are so excited to see one another and the time that you do spend together is pretty easily like quality time because say you go out for a date night quality time you haven't seen each other all day say you spend all Saturday together like a weekend like you're probably doing fun things or just you're prioritizing that time with each other because you haven't seen each other because you don't live together so I think when you move in together no one tells you how hard it is to I mean, maybe if you're not around each other a lot, maybe Max and I just have more free time than the average couple, which I would say we do. Maybe if you move in together and you both have really demanding jobs and extracurriculars and you actually are only together like an hour or two each day, maybe that does stay quality time. But I think a lot of couples relate to you end up being around one another a lot and it's time that you are physically together, but it's not quality time. I have so much to say about all of this. And I think another huge thing with this is time that you're around one another, not quality time, is that your cell phone, phones, ruin everything. (laughs) Phones literally ruin your relationship. Like during this summer, I just took so much reflecting to be like, why are we not how we used to be? I feel like we're slipping out of the honeymoon phase. We're getting really comfortable around, around one another. I don't feel connected to you. Are we like I felt like we weren't prioritizing date nights. We were just like, oh, we have like all the rice in the pantry. Let's just do that. Like I just felt like we were getting a little complacent and like lazy in our relationship. And I wasn't about it. I'm sure Max wasn't either. And I think phones had a lot to do with it. Like if we would be around each other a lot during the day, like we could be sitting on the couch next to each other for an hour without even looking at each other or speaking because we could be like scrolling on our phones. And it just feels icky not being intentional is what I'm getting at. Some of you may relate to this where I'm like, ooh, I have the ick from both of us. Like, we, I don't feel connected to you. I feel like we're both scrolling on TikTok next to each other. This doesn't feel good. So what I did, because I was like, there's a number of things that I'm like, eh, we need to iron this out. We need to like fix the dynamic a little bit. We need to implement some new things going forward. And I was like, I feel like we both just need a little bit of a reset. Like we're around each other a lot and a little break could be good. This wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm making it sound like we broke up for a second. We did not have a break in our relationship, nothing like that. But I want to say it was like July of 2021, June of 2021. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Go home (laughs) for a week. Just a little reset moment. And I went home for a week and I feel like it really just let us like focus on ourselves and 
miss each other like honestly now at this point that we've been dating over four years I like when we go on trips without each other (laughs) I'm like I like being alone no I do though because not all the time just sometimes because it makes you appreciate that person even more right distance makes the heart grow funner and and you're that much more excited when you do see them again and it's not you're just around each other 24 7 really too comfortable and so I went home for a week and I really thought about like what do I really want for our relationship dynamic what do I feel like absolutely needs to change what are we doing what's happening what do we want going forward And I feel like Max did the same back here. We both had a lot of time to think. And this is sounding so dramatic for just feeling, being really just complacent around one another. But to me, it was such a big deal. I was like, I don't want this. I feel like we're not being super intentional and prioritizing each other and super in love. And are we even like besties? You know, I'm like, what's happening? We can't lose sight of that just because we moved in together. And I know this is a common thing because I've heard other couples be like, yeah, when we were long distance, because I would compare it to that, right? I would be like, oh my gosh, when we were long distance, I would visit for a weekend. It would, we'd be like on a high. We'd be so excited to see each other. And then we wouldn't see each other for a month and we'd miss each other so much and it would feel so good to be together. And I miss that feeling. And now that I feel like we've gotten in such a good groove groove of like quality time, prioritizing each other. Also, I will say, I think this hit me so hard because my love language is quality time. So when I wasn't feeling like we were spending quality time together, like I wasn't feeling loved and it was making me so sad. But what I was trying to say is now that I feel like we're in such a good groove of prioritizing, prioritizing each other, quality time, not just being around one another, I, oh, this is making me, I want to be like emotional, but this is making me think how like I'd be so excited to see Max when we'd be away for a month and I'd visit him for the weekend, but like that is how I feel now and I see him every single day and when he comes home from the rink in a couple hours, like he walks in the door and me and Brody run up and I give him a hug and kiss and like I get so excited to see him because I just feel like we're intentional with our time now, which is like the number one thing, but yeah, basically I feel like we both came to the conclusion that we both want to be in a relationship where we feel like our partner is our best friend, where we feel like we're each other's priority, where I feel like he wants to make me happy, I want to make him happy. All the things I was saying that, that we respect each other, that we really love each other, that we want to keep it really fun and lighthearted and still do activities and go on trips and stuff. I feel like when you move into in together and get really comfortable it's like oh hey like I love you and you're around all the time so why do we even have to go on an ice cream day or why do we even have to go to this concert but it's like that is so important for your relationship again like changing up the environment experiencing things together is like that is so important and oh I'm gonna get emotional again I think about how when I got back I felt like we both did so much work and like journaling and all those things and it sounds stupid but like literally this was so important in our relationship because I got back and (laughs) hopefully this is okay that I'm sharing this like this is really personal for me to share in our relationship and I got back and Max was like okay I did a lot of thinking and you're right like your love language is quality time and so I did all these things so that we could spend more quality time together I'm literally gonna cry and he went and he got like puzzles and board games and he was like you always say how like you don't want us to just be sitting in front of the tv or on our phones all the time like I thought we could do board games together and that would be really fun and like quality time and you know still like playful and fun like playing a game but like we're not on our phones we're not in front of the tv and puzzles and now I'm really getting to cry he got this mason jar 
and he had all these tiny little pieces of paper like cut up and folded up in this mason jar and on every little piece of paper it was all like date ideas and I literally want to go get out that mason jar and pick out a piece why am I gonna cry I just think it's so sweet Whew, okay <laughs> like, it makes it sound like sad and it was like so happy and I was just like wow like I feel like we both did a lot of work and like put a lot of effort into realizing like we are so lucky to have each other we love each other so much and this is something that we have to work for and not just be complacent and yeah the jar of date ideas and just little things it would be like breakfast date in bed or it would be like comedy show or amusement park or baseball game or uh oh this one was so fun we did this one time it was like movie date night make a little fort in our living room and like it literally felt like we were little kids like setting up all the pillows and the blankets and made a little fort but like it was so much fun and those are like memories and why am I crying? Like things in our relationship that I'll never forget, you know? And like all those little moments really add up over time and I feel like keep us in love. Okay, I need to stop being emotional, but yeah, I think that's just emotional because that feels very vulnerable to like share that time with you guys. And I just know we came out the other side like so much stronger and I feel like we both have such a good grasp of like each other's love languages, how each other feels loved. Another big thing is... Um, acts of service for us and I think about like for Max whenever he's away on a road trip for hockey I always try to do his laundry for him and have it all folded when he gets back and I can just tell he walks in the door and he's so tired and he'll get back late at night and he'll be like oh my gosh like wow like thank you like I was thinking about all the laundry I had to do tomorrow like all the stuff I have to do now that I'm back and like it's all done and you fold it and I feel like just little things like that we show each other that we care so much and I feel like feel like acts of service is big for a lot big for the both of us it's funny because his number one is words of affirmation and to me obviously I love compliments like if he's like oh you look so beautiful today I'm like wow thank you um but to me acts of service is even more because it's like you literally like you could say all these things but to me I believe it more when you show it so if he does something for me I just feel so loved like this is so dumb. I feel like so silly sharing these little moments of our relationship, but I feel like I have shared this before that uh, if we ever like in the morning or at night, we always will like put toothpaste on each other's toothbrush. I don't know how this started. This started like early on in our relationship, but yeah, I feel like for the past week, he's been getting up like before me. And whenever I walk into the bathroom in the morning, there's toothpaste on my toothbrush and it just makes me smile. And I just feel loved. And like those little moments of feeling like connected and feeling loved, I, again, just I feel like add up. Or if I get it before him and I make him a coffee, he's like, wow, thank you. Or like if I, you know, take off my makeup and get ready for bed at night and put toothpaste on his toothbrush, he'll be like, wow, thank you. <laughs> you guys are gonna be like you are so cringy but we both to each other will always go <laughs> if I walk into the bathroom or he walks in the bathroom and the other one's still there if I walk in and there's toothpaste in my toothbrush I always go wow my toothbrush <laughs> and he like does the same I don't know how this started just like little things like I guess it's like a tradition <laughs> in our relationship if you will a daily tradition a daily ritual but to be even more specific how I feel like we got out of this little rut in our relationship of just feeling like we were around each other a lot, not spending quality time. It was being really specific on how we wanted to spend our time at home. So, for example, 
I felt like we just really were able to communicate and talk it all out. I was like, okay, I think it's really hard for me because I don't like being on my phone when I'm around you. It makes me feel not present. It makes me feel like I'm not having quality time with you, but I feel like I have to post on Instagram or Instagram stories, whatever it is. And so I'm like, okay, this is going to be the solution. Like if I'm working, if I'm posting Instagram stories, if I'm filming Instagram stories, if I'm taking pictures, if I'm posting my YouTube video, I don't want to be half present because that's how I feel. If I'm around him half in a conversation, half making a thumbnail for my video, it feels to me icky. And I'm also really good, not good at multitasking. I'm not good at multitasking at all. Need to focus on one thing at a time. So I was like, this is what we're going to do. If you are home and I need to work, I'm going to be in the office and I'm going to shut the door and I'm not going to speak to you. Like it was really good to sort of make boundaries of how we wanted it to go. Or if I'm like, okay, if you are on your phone, if you're decompressing after that, that was another thing. Like he'd come home from the rink and I'd be like, blah, 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 yay, I've been alone working all day. I'm so excited to see someone and talk. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. Like I've just been so social, so physical with my whole team. Like I need a moment to decompress. And I think little things like that, being able to communicate that and just noticing over time, like I know when he gets home, I'm not going to like get into a really hard conversation with him. Like I've been thinking about this. He needs a moment and that's fine. And so I give him a moment. I'm like, you go chill on the couch. I'm going to do my thing. Talk to you later. And (laughs) this sounds funny. I'm like, I don't want to see him during the day. But honestly, like I feel like both, both of us taking time for ourselves during the day and spending time cooking. We love to cook dinner together, spending time together at night, watching a show, playing a game, taking Brody on a walk, playing cornhole, whatever it is. Like, I feel like that's really what works for us in our relationship. So I feel like we try not to just be around one another during the day. Or I'll even like go to a coffee shop if I'm like, oh, I really got to focus on work. I don't want to distract you guys, be distracted by you guys, things like that. So the phones really mess up your relationship because it feels icky, right? When you're with your partner, like, if I'm with him and he's on his phone, I'm like, do you not care about me? Or I'm sure he feels the same. It feels like they're just not paying attention to you. So we really try not to be on our phones around each other. And that helps a lot. I feel like we've both gotten good at prioritizing date nights. And I feel like that's just something that we are going to keep in our relationship forever. I hope maybe we'll have to remind each other when it gets hard, but we're always trying new restaurants, try to go out to dinner, ice cream date, park date. And that's made it fun too. We kind of call everything a date and it just feels like to me, at least love language again, being quality time. Literally, it'll be so dumb. Like, we'll have a ton of laundry that needs to be folded. And I'm like, want to have a laundry date? And we turn on Chris Stapleton and fold laundry together. And it's just, so making moments for the quality time, not being, trying not to be on our phones, yeah, has helped us a ton. And noticing all the little things. Also, I feel like we haven't done this in a moment, but I'm thinking back to, I feel like we would try to be really over communicative, like I said, and just reflect, like, at the end of the day, just have quality time like chatting with each other before we go to bed trying not to scroll on our phones and just being like what was the best part of your day maybe what was the worst part of your day where did I hear this it must have been TikTok where you could talk about the best part of your day the worst part of your day and you say something like how could I be a better partner to you how could I have been even better today like what could I do better tomorrow and I think that's so sweet moving forward and always just trying to be the best partner you can be and push each other to be the best version of yourself. That was something else I feel like in that rut. I'm like, are we even pushing each other to be the best versions of ourselves? Like, I always want to be in a relationship where I feel like the person is challenging me. Like, I love when Max is like, I think you could do this or I think you should, you know, like, I love that input. So, yeah. Wow, I thought this was going to be a quick episode and I guess it was a long one. So that was kind of our, I feel like, hardest moment in our relationship and how we got through it. And I feel like we're all the better for it because we don't want to slip back into that 
kind of complacent sort of feeling around one another not prioritizing each other so yeah and now this is so funny doing it all backwards I guess I could just catch you up very recently about what's going on I'll only talk for like two or three minutes here because I know this is getting long so my bestie Hannah's actually coming into town actually as you're listening to this today yeah Friday so I'm so excited that she's gonna be coming this weekend and I wanted to talk about how yesterday morning after a workout who by the way I've had this workout buddy this season here my friend Brooke shout out Brooke and it's been so nice so one of Max's teammates wives uh has been coming to my workout classes with me and it's so nice like we go to orange city together we went to yoga because this yoga studio that i love here she had never been so yesterday i was like why don't we try yoga and go to orange city together yoga and it makes the classes go by so quick we just chat and it's just like having a workout buddy is the best yesterday we went and got acai bowls together after and we had literally the best time like it was so nice to really connect and be able to relate to someone and not to like share too much about her personally but I never knew that she lost her dad and I lost my dad a little over four years ago now if you guys didn't know and it's like over acai bowls we laughed together we cried together and it was just like the most therapeutic experience and I'm also thinking like I don't know if any of my other friends in my life like my age that I can really relate to like have lost their dad like only my twin sister Lucy because we have the same dad and it was just like so so nice to be able to talk to someone like that I don't know if any of you guys are grieving the loss of like close friend immediate family member but if you have a friend that you can relate to talk about your experiences oh my gosh like it literally felt like therapy and just little things I'm like wait like little things you're saying like you get it you feel the same as me just I I'm not even taking examples so okay here's a good example like just little things I'm like you were literally saying my thoughts out loud like she was like do you dream about your dad and I'm like yeah I do and it's very disorienting and I wake up sad and confused and she was like yeah me too and and I have this feeling in my dream like it's so nice that you're here but I feel like you're not supposed to be here and I'm like whoa like I literally was getting the chills I'm like you are putting into words things that I feel that I haven't even been able to realize I'm like that's exactly how I feel like if any of you have lost someone it's exactly how I feel when I dream about my dad I'm like this is so nice but something feels wrong like it doesn't feel like you're supposed to be here right now so just it was so nice to be able to chat with her is all I'm trying to say and I just relate to her so much okay one thing hopefully this is okay that I'm sharing and not too personal to her but she is married and I it was so nice to be able to ask her I'm like I'm so scared when I get married I'm just gonna be so sad all day thinking about my dad and how he's not there like were you so sad like I've never been able to ask someone about this right like none of my friends have lost their dad that are married and so it was so nice to be able to ask her and just like little things that she did on her wedding day I guess I'll keep that private because I don't know if she want me to share but just little things she did on her wedding day I was like sobbing and I'm like okay I am stealing those little things you did those are so sweet and makes it feel like your dad is still there and like a part of your big day and oh I don't know it just feels so good like I'm just so happy for her I'm so grateful for her like my friends literally mean everything to me (laughs) I'm emotional today I'm like I'm so in love and I love my friends (laughs) but no seriously like 
oh, your relationships with the people in your life to me are everything. Like I'm such a Pisces. I'm such emotional, such an emotional queen. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what's going on recently. Life is good. Here in PA, our lease ends the end of May. That's a whole other thing. I'm not even going to get into that. That's because we don't know where we're going to be in the summer. We don't know where we're going to be in the fall. TBD, okay? Oh my gosh, I'm getting so stressed. Like, literally, this is March 31st. As you're listening, it's about to be April. We got like two months, baby, and we got to figure this out. So, <laughs> yeah, TBD. I talk about that on my YouTube. I have, I talk about the whole update on like looking for houses on the Cape, all that. So you should go watch my little chat about that on YouTube. But this episode is so long. I'm going to end this off here. That's kind of like little life update, what's happening, life is good, and all about my hardest relationship struggles, how we've moved forward, and some of the best relationship advice I've forgotten. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Love you so, so much, and I'll catch you in my next episode. Bye.